to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. How's it going, Mom? It's going. That's Troy Brooke. I'm Bobby Hawk. I'm Elizabeth Placencia. And this is the land where dark curses are made. And we also talk about ABC's hit, ser- uh, hit series, Once Upon a Time. How are you doing this week, Elizabeth? <laughs> I'm doing good this week. It's been a long uh, week. Sorry about that little giggle when I said hit, but uh, I guess that's a little spoiler for our, our news and speculation. We'll get to that later. But uh, anyway, uh, obviously, Tony's not going to be with us this week. It's just a two-man show this week. Uh, sorry about postponing it a little bit. But um, let's just get right on it with Elizabeth and our rhyming summary. <clears throat> Season 6, Episode 16. The Black Fairy's up to an evil plot. What it is, we do know not. She took Gideon when he was a baby. Does she really want to be a mother? Well, uh, maybe. Regina is trying to break the evil queen's curse. But what happens to Henry may be quite worse. Henry's eyes get all freaky when his author's powers go all stinky. So much of this episode is so helter-skelter. In this week's episode, Mother's Little Helper. Mother's Little Helper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Um, uh, do we even want to talk about like what we thought about this episode, or should we just yes, start Yes, I want to say what about- I thought. <laughs> Okay, what did you think about this week's episode, Elizabeth? I hated this episode. Like, honestly, I would I, I would be okay if we didn't even do a podcast about it this week. Like, that's how much I hated it. I, I couldn't live wow. without talking about it. And it's nothing against Another you or our, our, our no. listeners. It's nothing against anybody. I just hated the episode that much. And I don't think I've ever hated an episode of Once Upon a Time as much as I hate this episode. Oh, I'm probably right there with you. Um, again, we'll get into the the whys and hows. But yeah, this wasn't a great episode. Uh, I know you said you only watched it once because you couldn't bear it. I have to watch it two or three times to uh, to make my notes, uh, put, put, put my things together about what I want to talk about and whatnot. So yeah, it wasn't a fun process this week, guys. Um <laughs> I, I, um, I mean, okay. I mean, if this is any bearing, like I was supposed to put my notes together Monday and I did, but then when I got here Wednesday and Thursday and started looking at the notes again, I was really looking at them and really couldn't like all I was, it wasn't notes. It was just like, this is what's happening. You know what I'm saying? It was, I, all I was writing was what's happening on the screen and I couldn't like really I don't know. It, it took me a long time to come up with what I wanted to talk about because there was just so much that was like, uh, all right, you know, like I said, let's just get into the episode. Um, <laughs> the, the, here recently, they've been trying to, to play like, you know, uh, like it's the first season with the whole flashback and present day thing, like kind of paralleling each other, leading to like the main story. Um, usually I try it when it comes to the main story and everything, you know, and the, I try to come up, I try to like, um, figure out what the theme of the episodes are. And most good episodes have a theme, you know, whether it be like the sins of the father or forgiveness or just different, you know, whatever. There's been many themes of episodes. And 
I couldn't find one real main theme in this episode at all. I felt like this episode was almost like some weird transition as far as just like now we're brushing all of that what's happened in the past aside and this is okay now we're on to what's going on in the last few episodes. So, and so I, maybe it suffered from that, that it was trying to do too much in one episode. Uh, but anyway, as far as the flashback goes, and it wasn't even a flashback because flashback really happened during this season. Most flashbacks we get are about like many years ago, several years ago in the Enchanted Forest and this and there. Now, granted, this wasn't another land. It was where, whatever land it is that the Black Fairy is in. But um, the 28 years that Gideon was gone all happened within the span of the first part of the season. Yep. Oh, man. Something wrong with me? Yeah, my computer keeps freezing. Oh. So you keep you keep freezing. I'm sorry. So it's not your fault. Well, it's you, just I don't know what I don't oh. know how to fix it. Oh, you're fine. Well, I mean, I I hear you for fine fine for now. I mean, did you okay. did you hear what I was saying? Yeah, no, I, I, I heard you, and yeah, I heard you, and then you froze for like two seconds, and then you were fine, and that's when I commented, and then you're like, "Oh, what's wrong?" <laughs> what do you have? Well, well, what do you think is about like? I mean, does, were you confused at all about like the whole flashback thing? There was more specific things I was confused about, but when it comes to the flashbacks, I wasn't really confused because I knew we were going to get a Gideon backstory, so I knew that was coming, and that's what happened okay. in this episode. So that that was fine for me. Well, uh, of course, yeah, I, I it, did, it did match a story that Gideon had previously told. True, remember? True. And so. yeah. It, and I, I did. I mean, I wasn't real. The the backstory with Gideon wasn't really my issue about this episode. That mm-hmm. was actually one of the few things that I thought was somewhat interesting. But like I, but uh, there are a few things that kind of threw me in it. Uh, we were discussing earlier off camera about yeah. the um uh the dark curse. Oh, like they say, the, they I, yeah, I know. And I mean, well. Okay, they say the dark curse. Um, now, this is confusing for a number of things because, like, I feel like in the episode when they talk about it, it almost feels like they're talking about it as if this is something that um, recently within that episode, then, like, that means that w- that the dark curse that they're re- uh, referring to happened within the past season, <laughs> Uh, for all intents and purposes. And so obviously it can't be refer if that's the case, then it can't be referring to the dark curse that, you know, the rumples to rumples dark curse. But of course, when you hear the dark curse, mm-hmm. uh, the first thing you think of is, you know, the dark curse that started the series. Um, yep. So I don't know. I, I found that to be quite confusing. Um, and then, okay, let's, let's just say for, let's just like put that argument aside. Let's just say there can only be one the dark curse. You can't just keep referring to dark curses as the dark curse. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's say that they are referring to you know the dark curse that created Storybrooke. That she is the one that created that dark curse. Um, how did Rumpel get a hold of it? Um, why was she creating it in the first place? And is this now what she's doing, trying to recreate another dark curse as far as with all these children in the mines, with all the black fairy dust and everything else? Um, like, I don't know. So, uh, again, these are, um, um, these are questions. I'm sure hopefully that they'll answer in the next few episodes, seeing as they've laid out these questions. Um, but yeah, and that's what I felt like 
a lot of this episode was just so confusing. Sorry, for but yeah, I mean, oh, you're fine. Uh, just everything was like I said, just everything was really confusing. Um, mm-hmm. Like everything just happened, like you said, like uh, like your point here uh, about the Black Fairy and Gideon. What were you saying? Yeah, I just um, at the beginning of the episode we see uh, the Black Fairy just flying with Gideon and going to her wherever she lives. And I'm just like, wait a minute, where, where's the blue fairy? Where, where's that conflict? Like I, it, she's just so happy to have the baby in her arms and, or whatever, you know, and I'm just like, I just, I guess I expected some conflict there, a fight to get Gideon. And I, I guess they don't want to show that on screen. People fighting in the sky over a baby, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> it wouldn't look good, but I guess, I don't know. I just thought there would be something there. So I, I immediately took issue with the way the episode started with that. And and it, it didn't get any better from there because there were so many things that happened in the episode that were just like, oh, that happened. And oh, that happened. Mm-hmm. Like there was even, uh, uh, again, uh, these are, uh, we'll talk about it when we get to it. But I mean, um, on the other side of the flashback, we have what's happening in present day where it looks like Gideon has, um, I'm not going to say force. I mean, I yes. But, I mean, in the end, she's helping him because, like, she thinks that, like, he's doing it for a good cause. Like, she, Emma? like, he, yes. Like, she's doing, like, I mean, yes, Rumple helps. But, like, Rumple, um, what's it? Rumple tries to make her understand how evil the Black Fairy is. And I feel like that's the reason, ultimately, that Emma decides to help Gideon. That she thinks that, you know, Gideon's trying to you know, stop evil in his land. And, you know, that's why she agrees, you know, to help. Yeah. When, um, Rumple revealed, Try. Oh, sorry. You froze. And I thought you stopped talking. I'm sorry. Then you, no, you're then, fine. you unfroze, I, then you unfroze. And oh, I don't know why my computer is doing this. Elizabeth, don't worry about it. Um, you're fine. Uh, so what were you saying? What were you about to say? Um, no, I thought it was interesting when a Rumple revealed to Emma and Snow that, oh, yeah, the Blackberry is my mother. That was like, Emma, you could see her jaw almost dropping. Yeah. Was like- <laughs> and, and I don't know. Uh, obviously, we got Gideon's backstory in this episode, but we didn't get uh, Black Fairy's uh, no. backstory. We still It'll don't come. know. I hope so. I mean, we still don't know why she was with Rumpel's dad to begin with, what made her leave. Uh, what made her turn into the Black Fairy? Um, now we know, now that we know again, if if that they must be referring to the Dark Curse, now that we know that she created it, why was she creating it? Was she trying? To- so many questions, and and maybe I don't know. Maybe that's why I didn't like this episode. Is just there were so many questions. But I keep saying that. I mean, we're we're not even halfway done talking about this episode. I mean, we just talked. You know, like I said, okay. Ah, we're going off on tangents. Like I said, this is another question I have: is where do where do fairies come from? I don't know if that was explored in Neverland or not. I don't remember because I'm just like, if fairies are born and not some other way, I'm just wondering how is Rumple part fairy? Like, where's his wings? (laughs) The only real no, no, I don't think Rumple's part fairy. But the only real fairy like kind of episode like that that you're that that I could that got into any kind of backstory on the fairies would be the only episode I could think of like that is the episode with uh um Tinkerbell? Dreamy turning into Grumpy. Oh uh, yeah. And Astrid and all that. Yeah, I remember that. Where you 
get kind of a little backstory on the dwarfs and a little backstory on fairies a little bit. Yeah. Like how dwarves are created. I don't know. I mean, that's the only episode I can think of that really delved into that. But, but I mean, as far as this episode goes, um, like I said, we, we, in the like, you know, flashback slash present day, uh, as far as the present day goes, um, we have Emma teaming up with Gideon, uh, um, and like I said, I feel like Emma, even though she's being forced by Gideon, I don't, I don't think she would have really helped him, um, without, uh, Rumpel convincing her that, uh, you know, that he needed help that like, you know, yes, he's doing these evil things, but he's doing them for good. I agree with you. And that's, and that's getting kind of old too. the whole, like, and I'm sure we'll find out that that's ultimately what's going on with the black fairy too, that there's a reason that she, uh, you know, that she went down the road that she went down. I know. And, and, and I don't want any, I don't think anyone really wants there to be a reason to be quite honest with you. I mean, actually just there's... had this discussion with my aunt downstairs. She was like, cause I was telling her my opinion of the black fairy, which is colorful. Uh-huh. And I don't like the black fairy. I think she's a jerk to say the least. And I think, and, and my, and my aunt was like, well, Regina was redeemed. I'm sure they're going to try to do that with the black fairy. And I'm like, no, I don't want her to re- be redeemed. Why can't evil just be evil? No, exactly. Exactly. Why can't evil just be evil? It, it's, it's not really like, um, like I guess Cruella is the only example that we've gotten of, of, uh, um, I'm sorry. Cruella is the only example we've gotten of like, just like someone being evil for just to be evil. Um, everyone else, there's been a reason. And so I don't think the black fairy is going to be any different, unfortunately. Um, but I really did think that Gideon was like genuine when he was just like saying, you know, look, I've, uh, I've learned that I'm just going to, you know, that trying to defeat you is not going to work. So, you know, I need you to just help, you know, like I, I don't know. I thought that I, I thought he was convincing me just like he was convincing Emma. So when he double crossed her by shoving her into the webs, I didn't see that coming, but I should have, (laughs) I mean, it, it, I really should have. And, and then of course we find out that that's not even like, okay. So of course he's being controlled by, uh, whatever the black fairy, the black fairy has his heart. Um, again, I didn't see that coming, but probably should have. (laughs) Uh, Um, so how do you feel about both of those revelations? I am with you. I get, I think I should have seen those things coming, and I didn't see them coming. But yeah, especially. that's what. So you were surprised though when they happened. Yeah, no, I was surprised. Um, I I I was surprised on both counts with the double crossing and him being controlled by his heart. And you're right. I mean, these are things we should have seen coming because they play out so often in this show. Exactly. Uh, Emma being so sure that Gideon is evil. And just wanting to like, okay, that's it. I'm going to go take him out. Um, for, okay, for a number of reasons. Number one, like I said, we both should have seen the heart thing coming because it plays out. It's played out that way so many times on this show. So yeah. they should at least be like, you know, like have that as an option. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Harry has his heart. You know, I mean, no one speaks up and and, and uh, brings it forth as even a possibility. And so I felt that that was, um, you know, that was a little off uh, in hindsight. You know, like I said, we don't see that. But I mean, we're like, you know, these are people that live in this world. At the very least, Rumpel should, you know, be like, well, you know, what if he's being manipulated in some way? You know? Yeah. I mean, wasn't there a character at one point throughout the series? I'm trying to remember who that was like. 
this person has my heart. This is why I'm doing what I'm doing. Like, I feel like it was Rumple at one point. Someone had his heart and he, he was revealing to the other characters, they have my heart. I'm being controlled. Even I feel like maybe even Graham uh, uh, was... Uh, Graham, in the beginning of the series, I believe, was telling Emma that he was acting the way he acted because Regina had his heart. Yeah, but she didn't believe at that time. No, but I'm just saying that there are, you know, that's an example of it happening. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it's you like, know, why won't Gideon say anything? Well, no, I I even, okay, that's a good point too. I hadn't even, sure. you know, extended it that far. But yes, um, and that's another thing too, that the heart rules kind of like are adaptable to whoever's writing the episode. Because sometimes we've had it seen to where, like, it's literally, like, the person is, like, controlling their their words and actions by holding their heart. Mm. Whereas others, it's just, like, they hold the heart and say, here, go do this, and then put the heart away, and the guy has to go do that. And Yeah. It, it, so, I mean, it, it, it's kind of fluid, which, unfor- which unfortunately is when you have a, a, a fantasy show like this, you can't really have fluid rules like that. Nope. You know, you got to have set rules. Um, but like I said, yeah, they should realize that that's a possibility that, you know, maybe Gideon is being manipulated. But then, of course, there's a scene at the end. When um you know when we f- you know find out that uh black that black fairy has come into this world and uh um what is it he says to, uh, she says to him oh uh she says there's always been a little part of you that wants to help me isn't that right and then he says yes mother now again you know he does have her, you know he like he points out to her you do have my heart you know you're controlling me um but like you said if he can say that to her why can't he say that to Emma I don't know. Again, so much in this episode. <laughs> uh, so many questions. I know, I know, I know. Um, okay, what was your point here I, uh, about the darkness? Well, okay, at one point, okay, so I was like, how in the heck is all the darkness and tests that Emma has faced born out of the dark fairy? Because that was what was said. And I for, I've i only seen the episode once, so I forget who said it. I think it was okay. the black fairy. And I'm like, that made no sense to me at all. How was it born out of the black fairy? That makes no sense. No, like you said, uh, you only, I I watched the episode three times, and I'm not even saying it wasn't said. I just can't recall who who said it or when it was said. Can you recall this at all? I think it was the Black Fairy that said it, because she was talking about how she knows exactly who the Savior is. Okay, yes, I do remember the scene where she says, I know exactly who your Savior is. I should have watched it a second time, but I just couldn't stomach uh, it. (laughs) Wow, wow. See, see, like I didn't even catch that. Uh, now I almost want to at least go back and watch that scene or try to find that scene again uh, to try to make sense of it. But yeah, there's so much of this that just doesn't make sense. And they don't try to make, make, make it make any sense. There's like, okay, the, this, there's no explanation of any spells that have to be cast or why they have to be cast, or there's no explanation of, uh, there's the whole sweeping under the rug with Henry and Regina, Ah, oh, there's just so much, so much, so much, so much. Um, wow. Okay. Um, and I guess you did have one more point about the uh, the beast <laughs> they had to take on. It was a giant spider. I hate spiders. If they're really small, I can. If they're really small, I can kill them and be brave because I've had boyfriends who are real pansies when it comes to spiders, and I've had to be the brave one. But 
Otherwise, if it's a really big spider, I freak out. And this was a really big spider. And I'm like, I did not want to look at the screen. I didn't want to look. I was like, ah. And at the same time, it's like reminded me of Harry Potter and the spiders in Harry yes. Potter. So or just, Lord of the Rings. I, I made a, Well, I'm not a Lord of the Rings fan, so I wouldn't know that one. But um, uh, Shallow from Lord of the Rings. And in, in Harry Potter, the, the big spider is called Aragog. So it was a huge okay. spider, and there's a backstory to it. But anyways, but it's just like, I, I just, I don't like giant spiders. I, I just don't. I was like, eh, we'll no. see it. It was foreshadowed in the beginning of the episode because I believe when Gideon was talking to Roderick, reading him the story from the book that his mom gave him, uh, he was uh, the story part. The part of the story he was reading to Roderick was about the hero Gideon taking on a giant spider. I didn't catch that at all. Okay. Um, so that's you know foreshadowing what would happen later in the episode. But once again, I don't know. I mean, beyond that, you know, I don't know. That's that's a gl- that that's one small piece of like a good part of the episode. I, I don't know. Like I said earlier, I feel like this was just a transition episode, and that's why um, everything feels like it does. Um, do you have anything else to add? To, do you feel like you have anything else to add about? what was going on in the, like the main part plot of the story, as far as uh, Gideon and Emma are concerned. Um, no, I'm just going to go from your points. Cause I, I'm just going to, you know, talk about, no, what I, you you. I, just, about. I just wanted to make sure that you didn't have anything else to add. Um, but anyway, moving on, uh, there were other things happening in this episode, uh, such as uh, hook, Still is still trying to get back to Emma. Um, I, I I found it odd that he didn't try to contact Emma at some point because well, they I both had those he, shells. Well, he did try to contact her with the shell. No, during this episode. Uh, do, well, maybe he didn't have another like, way I, to do it. Oh wait, no, never mind, never mind. I forgot that that was the whole point of the tear thing. Like they can't communicate now because. Oh, that's the point of the tear? I didn't understand that. Yeah, in the last episode, when Emma tried to talk to Hook, like, Hook oh, talked to right. Emma, but then when Emma tried to say, you know, you know, Hook or whatever, you know, to talk to him, uh, Gideon showed up as Aesop and said, you know... That's right. Who knew a tear could be so powerful? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but again... Uh, they just do that, and uh, there's, there's no explanation of uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> but okay, so Hook's trying to find a way to get back home, but unfortunately, because of that whole tear thing, whatever's going on, um, he can't get back home. Nope. Um, or at least directly, anyway. And that's that's kind of my point here. So even he points out that, that maybe the maybe because of what's going on, the portal won't let him get home. Um, and so that's why they're now stuck in uh, Neverland again. And uh, it'd be interesting to see if there's going to be uh, any more as far as like how much time Blackbeard and Hook will be spending on Neverland. But um, I feel like this is kind of working like a genie's wish at this point. So maybe the portal didn't necessarily take him home. But like, like Blackbeard said, and, you know, that's what it does. And then he said, I did. I, th- I thought about wanting to get home. And and something about the wording he said was not, he wasn't thinking about home. He was thinking about wanting to get home. And so maybe there's something in Neverland that will help him get home. Huh, I didn't think of that. That's interesting. Like, a, you know, again, like, like a genie's wish where it's like, you know, it's what you want, but not necessarily, you know, you know what I'm saying, where they mix up the words of what you say. To, I don't know. 
yeah. a, a mixture of the way he said it or what he, the way he was thinking it. And because of that whole curse thing that's going on, you know, or whatever, it's not necessarily a curse, I guess. I, again, confusing. I think that should just be the name of this episode. Confusing. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and again, there wasn't really much going on besides that, really. I mean, we got like the, it was kind of cool to see, you know, Hook being a pirate again. Um, and for, uh, for good intentions, you know, um, using his like, uh, um, charm. Charm. Yeah, but that's not really <laughs> I, the word I was looking for. I really liked how he was antagonizing Blackbeard. Um, it was funny to me. No, it, it was very, that, that was probably my favorite part of the episode, quite honestly. Yeah. Is was the um, the interaction between Hook and Blackbeard, and um, yeah, uh, to be quite honest, that was good. I liked that part of the episode. I I could I could see an episode of just Hook and Blackbeard on Neverland trying to get back to story, <laughs> and I would be totally okay with that. To be quite honest with you, um, it's not the bromance I would, want. And, but- no, 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 but it would certainly be better than what anything that we, uh, pretty much anything that we got this episode, unfortunately. Yeah, um, it would be. And then there was also another kind of little sub-subplot, which I almost felt like this was the part of the episode where it was like, okay, this is what we're going to be dealing with moving on into the, into like the last, you know, the next few episodes at the very least. And that mm-hmm. would be whatever was going on with Henry and Regina. Um, we, we see them, we open with them. I believe she was in the vault. Um, they were in the vault, uh, and, uh, Henry was, um, or not Henry, Regina was going over like this list of like, okay, I've, uh, how was it? She said it. Um, (laughs) it it was something, it was something along the lines of I've corrected. I've, uh, I've almost corrected everything she's done, Yeah, which I didn't like. I didn't like that because it wasn't everything she's done. It was, they were the same person, you know? And then, Mm -hmm. and because it's not, because the things she even mentioned, it was, she wasn't mentioning things that like the evil queen had been doing since they split. She was mentioning things that, you know, the evil that she did as the evil queen. Do you understand what I'm saying? No. Okay. (laughs) Like the things she was saying that, that she was correcting, it wasn't, (sighs) (laughs) I felt like she was, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but like I felt like she wasn't talking about just things that the evil queen had done. And that this gets I thought that she was. When I maybe I'm wrong because like okay, I know she referenced uh, what was it she referenced? I mean, it wasn't like the evil queen was out like doing all kinds of stuff. All she did was the town line thing. Um, and then what else? There I mean, she mentioned something about Doctor Doolittle. She mentioned something about yeah, Doctor Doolittle. And then don't ask. Yeah. Why even but mention what, it if we can't ask? But that's what made me ask. That's what made me th- think that. So the Doctor Doolittle thing was something that this. E- and see, when you call, okay, what do we call her? Evil Queen, like yeah, evil two queen. point. I mean, but no, no, okay, no, no. okay, no. This is what it is. I this is how I see it. When Evil Queen and Regina, they're they're in separate. They're separate now. Separate bodies. It's almost like not not exactly like twins. But they have different, they're doing different things. And, you know, well, yes, definitely at it, this it point, is, because he's, yeah, definitely at this point, because, because the other one is in another land at this point, even. But I guess what I'm trying to say is like, now that we're trying, 
like when we talk about stuff that happened in in uh once upon a time and we reference the evil queen it's mm-hmm. you know, like how do you distinguish this evil queen that's now in another land from the evil queen post or pre rather split that is like, okay how about original evil queen versus new evil queen i don't know but do you see what i'm saying where it can yeah. get confusing when i'm yeah. trying to anyway that okay. <laughs> that that's a total tangent um but yeah so anyway we've got uh she just kind of says that in an off off the cuff sentence sweeps everything under the rug and that's what this show that's what this episode is about it's about like okay all of that's in the past now we're moving on to this and if she's so what has she has she reversed everything with the exception of the sleeping curse at this point yeah is it does she actually say that yeah she says she's fixed everything except the sleeping curse she does say that yeah not like in those exact words but yeah pretty much that's what she said but along those lines and and again this is what i'm saying so so in a matter of three sentences she just sweeps everything that's happened under the rug uh and then henry goes into whatever author trance you know suddenly it's important again that he's an author (laughs) (laughs) um like i don't know again there's so many just questions about like oh and i i mean obviously with this being that this was, I feel like this is the story going forward, or the main story going f- main story going forward. Um, I kind of lost my train of thought there. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm sure that they have. There's a reason. There's a lot of questions as far as this is is, is concerned. Um, like I said, that you know, being that this is going to be the main story going forward. Uh, but I love when they, anytime they go to the asylum, because I love seeing Nurse Ratchet and the Indian. I didn't see the Indian. I just saw Nurse Ratchet. Elizabeth? Hello? Yeah, I'm here. You didn't see them in the episode? No, I saw Nurse Ratchet, but I didn't see the Indian. If you see, I mean, he was just in the in the background. As, yeah. as, she, as Ratchet was walking them to the cell, he was in the background with a mop. He's always got that mop. Like, every single time <laughs> we see him, he's always with the mop. He's always, that floor, it must be pristine by now. Well, you know what story they're from, right? No! Uh, have you ever heard of that movie? Sorry, you have to say it again because you froze. One, one Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Yes, I've heard of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, but I've never seen it. I have to put it well, on my watch list. It's also based on a, you know, it's a movie based on a book. But okay. Nurse Ratchet and the Indian are both characters from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh. See, I've heard of Miss Ratchet. I, I don't know anything about her character, but I've heard of her. But the Indian, mm-hmm. I had no clue. So, yeah, okay. they're, they're both characters. That. Yes. And as soon as you see the movie, you'll you'll understand why it's hilarious every time they show up in the asylum. Okay. Um, uh, but anyway, that being said, uh, we do uh, get a quick glimpse of the author. Did we know that the author was locked up like that? No. I mean, the last time we saw him, I think they were taking him to jail. So I guess it makes sense that they locked him away. Um, but right. they never resolved his story, really. So, yeah. It was good to see that happen. Well, do you think they were right in just letting him go like that? Might as well. <laughs> I mean, I guess he doesn't really have any powers to say, to speak of. There's not really much he could do. But really, what did... <laughs> What did they get really in exchange for letting him go? Not much. I mean, he's like, yeah. if, if 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 I were you, I'd leave town too. Like all ominous. Well, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. He wasn't uh, that helpful. And so, what do you think's going to come of uh, of you know his? 
well, author the author powers, said, this whole trance author, thing going on or whatever. The author said he was writing the last story. That's what he said. Right, right. So, uh, the final battle, actually. The is final what battle. He said it's, it's the final battle. He said so, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, that's it doesn't the, seem like there's going to be a season seven when if there's a final battle, that's always a series finale to me. Okay, there's a number of reasons why it seems like there's going to be this probably, there probably won't be a season seven. Um, but uh, you want to say, I want to say low ratings are going to stop it. But that being said, there's not, there's, there's not a lot of high ratings on Sunday nights anyway. Um, so there's a few factors that could save it as far as, um, it being an established Sunday night series. Um, you know, obviously the synergy and everything as far as Disney goes, but, uh, I don't. I don't even know if I want it to continue at this point. To be quite really? honest with you, I, I don't know. I, I mean, you just broke my heart a little bit. I'm interested to see. I, I'm interested in, in, to at least see exactly where they're going to go with it because they've said that if it does get a season seven, and we've been talking about this nearly every week now, but they've said that since if if it does go into a season seven, that it's going to be like a different story. This is the end. This is the end yeah. of this book. That's what we got. That's the transition we got this week. This is the author is coming. You know, the author powers are coming to you like this because this is the end of this book. Um, what does that mean for the characters involved in this book? Uh, the creators have said that um, it is that, that we will see stories completed, whether that is good or bad. We'll have to see. Um, you know, not, I, they're basically saying that not necessarily, not everyone will necessarily have a happy ending. But it's a fairy tale. Fairy tales are all supposed to get happy endings. Yeah, but they're all, they also kind of like make a point in this show that like, you know, happy endings that, that, you know, real life isn't a fairy tale and that the, you know, what's going on, you know, that's the whole point of that's why everything's different from the stories that real life isn't a fairy tale and that you know, everything isn't black and white. Touche. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, let me see. You said, uh, oh, well, we kind of touched on that as far as well. Yeah, we, we touched on the wants to tell. Yeah. Um, okay. So that, yeah, the black fairy created the curse. Uh, we've kind of gone over that a bit. I still find that a bit confusing, but being that, like I said, it's, they, they, they go out of their way to say the dark curse, not a dark curse. I kind of feel like they have to be talking about Rumble's dark curse. Um, And of course, if that's the case, like I said, uh, um, we're kind of left with the questions in this episode that we're left with is like, why was the black fairy creating the dark curse in the first place? Um, Now that we've discussed that this was probably the same dark curse, how did Rumple steal it? Um, because we've always assumed in the past that Rumple created this dark curse. I was listening to a podcast earlier, like right before we started talking, and they reminded me in the podcast that he Rumple sent the evil the women, Ursula, Cruella, and those three to retrieve mm-hmm. the dark curse. But I don't from. remember where they I don't remember where they retrieved it from, but he sent them to retrieve it. So I was like listening to the podcast and they were talking about that and then I had to stop listening to it. So That is okay. All right. That's from um, like the fourth season, fifth season? I believe so. I believe so. It's, I can't remember quite honestly. But um okay, okay. So that's see, that's another thing. Like to me, like 
a, a, a curse isn't something you retrieve. I mean, you might have to re- retrieve like the re- the ingredients for a curse, mm-hmm. but but a curse is something you create. You know, it, it's not something that you just go get. Wasn't but, I'm having flashbacks in my head right now of an episode where. Ursula and Quellen, who's the other one? Oh, Maleficent are fighting a dragon or something and or some kind of animal. And I think the curse was like on a pedestal. Yeah. I mean, I, like I said, I and mean, I'm not even, get to it. I'm not even saying that, that that kind of sounds familiar to me, but like, and, and if that is the case at the time, I must not have thought about it. But like, you know, like I said, thinking about it now that, to me, like I said, a curse is not just like something that's in a jar or something. You know, I mean, I mean, I guess maybe if you have created it, it you can. I don't know. Maybe anyway. Um, so yeah. Uh, but regardless, uh, like I said, uh, we know why Rumple wanted it. Um, but if this was the curse. If the curse was creating Storybrooke, you know, creating this land without magic to go to and everything like that, we know why Rumpel was trying to get there to get bail. So yeah. if if he took the curse from her, then why was she trying to get there? Ooh, that's a good you know question. what I'm saying? That's a good question. Um, so the again, uh, things that really make no sense. Hopefully, they make them make sense. Um, and then. Uh, there's, like I said earlier in the episode, uh, there's that little tiny glimpse at the end where like she said, you know, where he, where she says, uh, yeah, but there's always been a little part of you that really wanted to help me. It hasn't there. And he says, yes, mother. And the name of the episode is mother's little helper. So I do so feel Gideon like there, is mother's a, little helper? no, of course. Yeah. I mean, of course that's who, and, uh, I know you obviously know what I'm talking about here. But I got so many like uh, things of tangled in this episode. What do you mean? No, I don't know what you mean. Like Mother's Little Helper. Yeah, that's a song from oh, Tangled. No, no, that's Mother's Knows Best. Oh, okay. Well, maybe there's a, a line in the song, or a, anyway, she it was very <laughs> she was very reminiscent of the of of that character from. Okay, I can tangled. see that Mother Gothel. Idiot locked up and was like wanting to have him as own and she felt like she was uh raising him this everything about that character i was just like oh Mm -hmm. wow this is like just like tangled yeah okay i could see that i didn't even think about that until you brought it up um i I just watched tangled recently too i know that's why i said that i never we we kind of talked about it on facebook for a minute when it when you said that um, and then, of course, I guess, like I said, or, uh, the, the other thing we're left with is like, how, uh, how will Hook get home? Um, and like I said, I really kind of hope to see just an episode of Hook fighting the Lost Boys in Neverland trying to find a way back to Storybrooke. Wouldn't it be cool if him, uh, Hook, and um, the Blackbeard had to team up to get out of Neverland? I mean, that makes the most sense, right? No, that's, that's exactly, that is exactly what I'm picturing yeah the two of the you know like a, like a buddy cop movie where you've got two <laughs> people who like don't like each other but they have to you know they're always butting heads but they have to work together in order to get out of the situation that they find themselves in mm-hmm. yeah that's exactly yep. I mean, yes yeah like i said that was that was actually my favorite part of you know this week's episode was the few times that we actually got the interactions between hook and blackbeard and I would love an episode of just them trying to get out of Neverland. Fortunately, 
that brings us to this week's arbitrary scale. Um, probably not going to be a, a high number, but um, out of <laughs> 324 webs from a giant spider, uh, Liz, what, what are you going to give this week's episode? Am I allowed to give it a zero? <laughs> you can give it whatever you want to. You're the one, you know, scoring, scoring it. I, I don't have high remarks for it. I really don't. But if I think about it long enough, I'm like, you know, the hook and Blackbeard scenes were nice. So I'm like, right. maybe I'll give it 100 points. Toss it a bone okay. there. Okay. All right. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping that, like, re- in retrospect, that this episode will get better once we learn some of the questions that we are forced to ask ourselves after this episode or during this episode. Um, if we do even learn some of the questions or answers to the questions that we ask ourselves during this episode, because it's not like this uh, show has not been known to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, That being said, uh, unfortunately, at least on first viewing or third viewing at this point, honestly, um, I'll go a little higher than you. I'll say 137. Out of three hundred twenty, not much higher. <laughs> yeah, no. Like I said, I this was a really bad episode. Um, I'm hoping in the future when they answer, you know, when we get like the Black Fairy's backstory and different things like that, that maybe it will make this episode make a little more sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but at this point, I I just like they. Like I said, I hate when people get loosey-goosey with magical stuff and, and like, not only get loosey-goosey, but almost kind of contradict themselves on the way things work in the past. Um, yeah. You know, as far as, like, the heart thing goes and everything like that. Um, you know, of course, that whole flashback thing was kind of wonky. I didn't... I don't, just so much of this episode was really confusing. I feel like they tried to, tried to put too much into one episode. I think that was the problem. I really do. I feel I feel like because they're trying to work their way to the end of the, the season slash series so quickly, I feel like they uh, are... Uh, are you playing something? No. Well, anyway, I feel like they are um, uh, trying to work their way too quickly to the end of either the season or the series, whatever the case may be. And they're trying to just brush a bunch of stuff aside at this point and say, okay, this is what's happening now. I just, I I don't want this to end. It's my favorite show. (laughs) I'm sentimental. What can I say? I love my characters and yeah. No, and and that's, you know, when you've been following a story for seven years, it it can, uh, sentimental is a very apt word. It can be very, um, it, you know, it's, it, you're watching these people week in and week out. And especially when you're taking the time to discuss, you know, like we do every week about like what's going on in their lives even. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're going to, I mean, regardless of whether the writing of the episode and how things have been re- progressing, when the show goes away, yeah, you're going to miss these characters. They've, you know, they've been in your life for the past seven years. Yeah. I but uh, all good <laughs> things do come to an end at a certain point. No. So whether it be this season, whether whether it be this season, next season, or the season after that, it will come to an end eventually. But for now, <laughs> for now, for now, uh, let's uh, move on to the news. Let's see if two of us can do this. Okay. Right. Move on to the news. Nope, two of us can't do it. <laughs> news. 
<laughs> All right, Liz, what do you have for this week's uh, ratings? Um, this year's ratings, this year's, this episode's ratings, talk about your final battles. ABC bubble drama Once Upon a Time this Sunday drew 2.6 million total viewers and a 0.7 demo rating, dipping on both counts to mark new series lows. Not yeah, good mark, at uh, all. New series lows? Yep. Yeah. That's not, uh, Wow. But, you know, wow. I, um, I, I don't know if that counts for people that record the shows and watch it later. I don't know how that works. Well, it depends on, okay, number one, it depends on when the uh, when it was that you got the ratings, you know, or that these ratings went up. But then, yes, uh, like you were saying, that they're uh, more than likely this, what the, the 2.6 and the 0.7 it's just a live viewer rating. So you yeah. do still have you do still have DVR, you have on demand, uh they call those Hulu. plus 7 I believe. Hulu, yes, Hulu. Um pretty much but it, it all it's all it's like on a sliding scale. So of mm-hmm. course your live viewers are going to be more important to your advertisers and then from there you've got like your plus 7 they call it. So any anyone who pretty much that means anyone who's DVR'd it and watched it within the first week, um, you know, and then it starts scaling down from there. If like, if people are watching it on demand, like three weeks after it aired, then, you know, obviously the, the ratings are the, on that aren't going to matter as much as, as the live and the plus seven, you know, yeah. anyway. So yes, you are totally correct. Is that, is that at the very least, these ratings probably don't add the, uh, the plus seven, the, the, the on-demand and uh, DVR. But unfortunately, that's probably not going to do too much as far as bumping the ratings all that much when, when you've got low ratings like this. I mean, no. I, I, it's not like the, it's not like they're going to double with the plus sevens, you know? I mean, it might add, it might tick up to a, to a, from a 2.6 to a three if they're lucky, you know? But it's not mm-hmm. like they're going to all of a sudden have 5 million viewers as opposed to 2.6. It would be nice, but it would be a oh, big no, surprise. Yeah. It would be nice, yeah. But yeah, I'm not going to hold my breath, unfortunately. But like we said in earlier, earlier in the cast, you know, there there are um, some pros and cons as to why ABC might keep it around. Um, so you know, fingers crossed. And like I said, I at the very least, I would be uh, curious to see what they have in store for the series. Um, you know, if it does go on, yeah, well, not, well, both, I guess, oh, if it okay. ends and if it does go on, we'll see more than likely this series or this season will end. They'll probably write the series to end as, to act as either or to where it can be a series ender if ABC decides to cancel it or if ABC decides to hold on for another season, mm-hmm. then you know, whatever they've set up in this, in that story, they can add another, you know, they can, well, pretty much it it will be starting a new book because like we've said, we're coming to the end of this first book. I didn't even think of it like that. Like closing one book, opening a new book. That's kind of cool when you think about it that way, I guess. And that's exactly what the creators are going for at this point. Okay. I can accept it when you put it in those terms. (laughs) All right. So, uh, we don't really usually have a lot of listener or viewer feedback lately, but uh, we do have some uh, feedback on our Facebook this week. Liz, do you have that for us? I'm ready. Um, this comes from Rachel Nash. Uh, she said, I am so tired of every villain flip-flopping into a misunderstood good guy. They've done it so many times, and I'm just so over it. It's beginning to feel like manipulation. 
Certainly. I, I, and, and we discussed that earlier too. I mean, I do, I, I certainly understand the, their point that, you know, not everything's black and white, you know, um, not, there's a, there's a reason most people go down the roads. They, they go down and, uh, certain people can go down a road for one reason and be, uh, uh, I don't want to say manipulated, but for some reason that's the word that's coming to mind, but you understand what I'm saying. Um, but uh, unfortunately, like we said earlier, Cruella, it seems like is like the only person who's just evil. And like, I I like I said, the same. That's what I want. I want the black fairy to be the same as Cruella. That's what I want. I don't know that's going to happen, but at this point it would make no sense if the black fairy was the same as Cruella, because that would mean that, that Rumpel's dad got with that, that, okay. Not only would it mean that Rumpel's dad got with an evil fairy, which makes no sense, but it would mean that she got with like, why? Like, okay. I could almost make sense of the first thing I just said, but then why would the black fairy get with him? You know what I'm it's saying? It's like, it's, it's, it's poor Rumpel. Both of his parents are bad seeds. It's no wonder he has such difficult time. Yeah, but I feel like what's going to happen is the reason is part of the reason that, and I keep I I I know I've mentioned this before, but I can't remember Rumple's dad's name. Oh, um, I don't remember it either anymore. I know, I know. Um, Cameron? No. No, I don't think it was Cameron. I don't know. Maybe someone will write in and tell us. No, it, what, it, it happened last time. I can't like the last time I tried to mention his name, someone else had to to pop in and and tell me what it was. Like I just can't remember. Um, but, uh, now I've lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, No, you're fine. Uh, That was my fault. Um, okay. So I think that the reason that we found him in the state that he was in, you know, uh, wanting to give up Rumpel and become Peter Pan more or less was, will be because of his wife or the mother of Rumpel, whether they have been married or not, you know, I don't know. Cause we don't really see that. Uh, we, I mean, uh, I feel like she's going to be the reason that, you know, led him to be the way he was. So I feel like more than likely they were a happy couple at one point. Hmm. Uh, why, how I have no clue. I mean, that's what we're going to see. Hopefully have we been told if he's coming back at all this season or no? The father? I, the old man yeah, version? Yes, yes. No, I haven't heard anything about that. Not at all. Okay. I haven't even heard of a cat. I mean, I don't know if they even cast like a younger version. I don't even, I haven't heard anything about that. No, I hear you. It, it would just make sense to me that he would be back for the the backstory of the Black Fairy. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. At least some scenes of the Black Fairy leaving Rumpel and his father. Mm-hmm. But it would make sense if or at least that's a younger what I was. man, right? It could, it could. Um, yeah. Not much younger though, because when we find, when we see Rumple and his dad, Rumple is what maybe ten. Uh-huh. Um. So yeah, it couldn't have been much younger. But yeah, I could see, I could see them maybe trying to cast a younger person. Uh, but either way, uh, that that's probably what I'm most interested to see at this point is just what the heck is going on with the Black Fairy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I want to. I would. Yeah, and while it kind while it sucks that that more than likely it's not going to be just that she's evil, and it does kind of feel like you know uh, how was it that Rachel put it we're being manipulated. Yeah, uh, it it can feel that way. Uh, 
Um, but I don't know if the, if the story dictates it, you know? Mm -hmm. So as long at the end of the day, as long as the writers write a good story and it makes sense, um, then, you know, it, then that could even make the episode we watched tonight a good episode. And that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that the black fairy episode that we finally ultimately get will make me look back at this episode as a better episode. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> She's cruel to children. She makes them work in a mine. It's child labor. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally agree. But, like, don't even get me started with some of the stuff Regina did. Okay, fine. <laughs> I won't. Make, I won't make you go there. But uh, anyway, that, that that's the old uh, what what uh, what were yeah, original evil. I I don't know. Confusing. Uh, anyway, so that's pretty much all we have to say about this week. Um, if you do want to leave us any fo- uh, feedback, like Rachel did this week, you can always uh, hit us up on our email of greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail dot com. Uh, you can hit us up on our Twitter at GF Storybrook. Uh, of course, you can always catch us on Facebook like Rachel did at uh, facebook.com slash greeting from Storybrook. And to be quite honest, that's where most of our traffic does come from as far as any kind of uh, interaction with uh, with fans. And then, of course, there's uh, – I don't even know if it's set up still. I think it is. But uh, you can try to reach us at our voicemail of uh, 424-274-2352. That is 424-274-2352. So um, I guess that's going to do it for this week. Unfortunately, like we both said uh, – It was we, a bad episode. Yeah. <laughs> But that's okay. There's always next week. Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to next week's episode. Did you see the promo? Oh, no, I, I didn't. I didn't. Oh my god! I'm oh. so sorry. Please, what, what was I? What was it? We didn't even talk about it, Elizabeth. Or Elizabeth, what was the promo? Um. Okay. So spoilers. If anybody doesn't want to hear this, and stop listening. But um, next episode, Snow and Charming will be reunited. Okay. So this will be. Regina and breaking the sleeping curse. Regina will break the sleeping curse, and it also looks like Snow and Charming. I don't know. It was hard to tell from the might promo, but no, no, they might be either going back in time or not to stop Emma from ever becoming the savior. Like that, like they're standing in front of a door in the promo, and, and uh, Snow's like, "If we go through this door, Emma may never become the savior." Huh. So I'm waiting to see what goes on. I'm really excited about this coming episode. Did you read like a synopsis for it or anything? I did a little while ago, but I don't remember the exact word. Like when it comes, it it was like David and Snow make a decision that could change Emma's life. Hmm. So that almost sounds between that and the way you described the promo as if maybe they're going back to. uh, And in the promo, you see Emma as a little girl. In okay, in this promo. makes right okay, but as like in our world, or is in or in the she's just sit, she's just sitting on a bed, so I think it's our. But world. how is she? And how is she dressed? It, she, like there's she's nothing. Dressed more like our world clothes, I think. Yeah. Okay. 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 Huh? Like maybe they go back to when she was a kid to try to raise her. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Huh. But that changes everything if that happens, which I don't think will happen because we know what happens down the road. No, no, yeah, obviously they'll they'll decide against it and realize, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's definitely interesting. I I like little what-if episodes. Yeah, yeah, so it should be interesting. No, yeah, I definitely wish I watched that now. (laughs) (laughs) But, okay, once again, (laughs) 
<laughs> that's all for this week. Um, I guess you can join us next week. Hopefully Tony, hopefully Tony will be with us. If not, uh, Liz and I will be here uh, for greetings, greetings from Storybrooke. From Storybrooke.